What's up, disc golfers? Welcome to episode 70 of the Disc Golf Podcast. My name is Robin. Alongside me, my longtime friend, avid disc golfer, Joe. Hey, everybody. So, this is the week of 4th of July, and I feel like I got two Mondays this week, and it was brutal. Right? It's It should be the other way around. Like, you're like, oh, I got a... A super short week and then an even short, or actually a really short week and then another short week, but definitely was like two dragging Mondays. Yep. Yeah. I had, I had normal Monday, you know. Knowing that 4th of July is the next day. Yeah. Knowing that 4th of July was the next day where I went to work and did work stuff and, you know, all that jazz. And then 4th of July, awesomeness all day long. All day long. Uh, Perhaps a little bit of drinking. Really? Yeah, I mean, I might have been there for some of that. It, it, you know, it's a one of my favorite holidays. By the way, I have an ace on Fourth of July. My first ace. Oh, was, really? Was on I, d- of July. I did not remember that. So, uh, my wife actually had the realization um, that Fourth of July is probably my favorite holiday. Yeah, and I've always said it. I've always uh, leaned towards Christmas just because my birthday's right there too, and I'm like, I love that time. But I think she might be right. She might be on to it. Fourth of July uh, is pretty awesome. And you can actually look up, if you internet it, Sonoma, California, Fourth of July. Yep. I was we just are about like to go there. A, a top destination spot Our for Fourth of July. goes absolutely bananas for Fourth of July. We have a killer fireworks show. We have a great parade. Our main plaza, the center of our town, it is legal to have an open container anywhere on this like you know well technically it's like on the actual eight acre like, park on this yeah on the park it is but like across the streets like during regular days it's not during fourth of july it's just like hey shh. like if you got in trouble for an open container in sonoma on fourth of july you were doing something a little bit worse than just having an open container and i'm gonna be honest i'm gonna go back to uh olden days um early college days i'll call it Mm-hmm. Uh, if you got a, an MIP on 4th of July, you did something real bad. <laughs> yeah. It's kind of like free for all. If you look like maybe you could be 21 and you're walking around with the beer on 4th of July, don't worry about it. But Sonoma does it right. We, we got to, I, I will put it up against anyone. You, you come here and you check it out. It, we, we do it right here in Sonoma. Well, and there's a, a giant, uh, fireworks display at the end of the night mm-hmm. which can be seen from like anywhere in sonoma yeah they they go bananas spend a ton of money and uh and put on a good like 45 minute show and 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 uh the the finale is just like a melee of of fireworks just going up for a solid three four minutes just as many fireworks as can be shot in the air at the same time so it's a lot of fun and yeah. uh and what the end result was is that I had to go to work the next day and I really was not terribly productive. I I mean, I got some things done. I was physically present and took care of the urgent things that needed to be done. But man, like, can we just take the whole week week off next time? This is, or at least the day before and the day after, like it was just, it wasn't worth anyone's time. Yeah, not a recipe for success. Though, if I had to ask for it, I, I'd rather have the day after off than the 100%. day before. Always. Um, just in general. I did have people call in sick at work, too. So, I, I did. I did I mean, I I did knew, not. I knew that was going to happen. I had call-outs on Monday. Yeah. But no call-outs on Wednesday. So, the only saving grace was that, that paychecks were coming in the day after. So, I think I would have had a couple more were it not for the fact that you... If you came to work, you got your paycheck. I mean, I think the saving grace for me so. is the majority of the people that work for me are, are young. And you can bounce back. I remember when I was young, like, you'd be drinking until 2 in the morning and, and 8 o'clock work, yeah. 10 o'clock work. No problem. Yep. Like, now, if I, go yeah. to, if I like, drink until 9 o'clock at night, I, I could, I'm, I'm nothing. I'm worth nothing All the right. next day. Here, here's the bad news. I'm a scheduler, as you know. I, I schedule a lot of things. So, next year, 4th of July is on a Wednesday. Probably even more brutal than, than this. The following year, it's on a Thursday. So, there's a good chance that most people are going to get 
Thursday off and then have to go back to work on Friday and do that. Then we get leap year. I was going to say, then we go to a Saturday. Then it's going to be on a Saturday, so you get no day off of work for 4th of July. Then it goes to Sunday, which you'll have an actual, like, brutal Monday. No, you need to, like, like the brutalist cancel of Mondays. work on that Monday. Like, there needs to be no work on that Monday. It's 4th of July should not be allowed to happen on Sunday. It needs to be just a permanent, you know, that's not fair. I think the day after 4th of July should also be a national I, holiday. I, I agree. It's got to be. It's got to be. It just it just makes sense. Like, no matter what, you find a way to get a three-day weekend out of it that gives you a day to recover from right. the shenanigans. Right, see, and I had, like, I had no good reason to be like, hey, uh, I'm going to take this day off. I mean, I know I was off all of last week, mm-hmm. but also I want this Wednesday off. Oh, yeah, I know I have Tuesday off for 4th of July, but I also want this day off. I mean, obviously, Friday is the best possible 4th of July day. Like, why can't 4th of July just be the first Friday of every July? Well, I'm telling you, in two years, when it's a Thursday, like I will battle for clubs to be closed on Friday. I tried it makes so no sense. hard to to get our company to be closed on the Monday, but just I couldn't make it happen. I tried. Really I did hard. too. I really tried to, to really close hard. the club, but nope. Whatever. I mean, Monday really wasn't that bad. Uh, Wednesday was rough. I was just tired, and thus. We are recording on a Thursday because <laughs> I messaged Robin at like five o'clock on Wednesday. I was like, let's do it tomorrow. I'm tired. <laughs> really tired. I don't want to do this tonight. Not ready to sit in a room. And- I'm still recovering, to be honest. Well, I also like my schedule has changed for today and tomorrow where I close and I'm used to getting up at like three every day and I have to work to like 730. Yeah. Stupid. Yeah. And I still have, you know. Basically, a four-year-old son who wakes up at six forty-five, seven. So it's not like I get to sleep in extra to go in later. No, definitely not. No. So, but overall, I had a great time. I know you did too. Oh yeah, it and, was a, it was a uh, blast. Always worth it. I'll always take a day off work to go. Unfortunately, go my wife was not July. feeling well. Oh no. Fortunately, it meant she didn't feel like drinking and could drive. So that's good. It kind of worked out. My wife's pregnant, so I had that pretty well covered i mean you've had that pretty well covered for like four years now yeah most of our relationship actually yep. so far that's that is <laughs> that is incredibly true <laughs> wow let's see i've been with my wife over 10 years and there's less than a year of pregnancy but hey yeah to each their own <laughs> no big deal so there may be a, we should actually start planning another emergency <laughs> episode you know, my wife and I married three years and, uh, you know, two children currently, a third due. So, yep. We're just, we're just I doing mean, you're, work. You're doing it the way you're supposed to. I Absolutely. guess I'm just, I'm the odd one out. Yeah. I mean, it's great. I'm, I'm stoked on it. It, it's, uh, we'll see how it it's goes great. when the third one gets here. <laughs> it's <laughs> great. Put it that way. <laughs> I remember when, when we went from one to two. And people were like, oh, yeah, you know, like you're already prepared to have a kid and, you know, you've got all the stuff you need. Like you're it's way better than. No, you're wrong. It's not. It's still adding another infant to your life. When well, no, that's that's a big reason why I still only have one. Yeah. Like we realized that right away. There was no part in us. I was like, well, we're probably just ready to roll now. No, you nope. still every time you go from a normal sleep schedule to all of a sudden sleeping for. 45 minutes at a time or an hour and a half at a time to cater to the to an infant it sucks doesn't matter whether you've already done it before or not right just word to the wise out there those of you thinking of having having children well plus you have a three-year-old which yeah like terrible twos is a lie it's it's three yeah three nagers yeah it's yeah it's for real but uh, they also like playing disc golf, and uh, that's right. It's gonna be fun. It so, is. It is. Um, what were we talking about? <laughs> uh, disc golf, probably, because this is a podcast about disc golf, right? We oh, we played. Oh, you, we played disc golf this weekend. We actually had we a did. really cool experience. I actually played uh, on. Did we talk about Friday? I'm no, lost. No, we have not. No. So I I, uh, I I cheated on Robin once again. Yep. And you didn't tell me beforehand. Again. Were you going to try and make it happen? 
No, no. but I still deserve a courtesy. Well, listen, I didn't think it was going to happen either because originally um, my wife's going to take the day off of work and we're going to go to the beach last Friday, mm-hmm. but uh, we realized that she does not accrue vacation time very fast and we have other stuff planned at the end of the summer, so we couldn't afford for her to take the day off. So darn it, I went and played Golden Gate and it was awesome. Yeah, you know, normally when you're going to go on a date with, you know, an old flame of your best friend, you at least give them like a courtesy call, like a, hey, buddy, I know that we've talked about this before, but I'm going to go do this. And I just wanted to let you know that I still love you. And uh, honestly, I don't think I've, I didn't even get any of that. I had to hear from it. From I don't think a I've random ever person. dated a friend's ex ever. Well, now I'm letting you know on on the rules. But also, of said but exchange. also, so I uh, the night before, there is a quote unquote professional baseball team in Sonoma, like a Pacific, like it's not even like uh, an affiliate of any major league teams. Anyways, I drank lots of beer that night, and I was super duper hungover on Friday morning, like like bad news hungover. But I was like, you know what? We'll cure my hangover. Driving to San Francisco and playing disc golf. Yeah, well, I mean that sounds good to me. It it helped. It uh, took me till like whole like four to be a human being again. Um, obviously, I started drinking as soon as I got to the course because I figured that's gonna get me where I needed to be. Yeah, good. But, and, but and the main make but, it easier but, for you to safely make it home too. But a bigger reason of why I went out was uh, a few months ago. I've said it on the podcast before. I went to Atlanta. To Atlanta, Georgia, and uh, there was a gentleman nice enough to meet me out on one of his local courses and play around with me, uh, named Dietz, who was nice enough to inform me of Joe's treachery. Whatever, that's who I he invited, and this from. I took him up on it, and I went and played disc golf with him and five of his friends. I should note where this started too, which was that Dietz posted to Reddit this tour that he was planning to do, which is exactly what he did this last weekend with his friends, where he had mapped out all the breweries and best disc golf courses that he wanted to visit between San Francisco and uh, LA, essentially. Yeah, basically. And uh, so this was the beginning part of his trip where they had, they'd come out here to do this. So it was really awesome to be able to meet up with those guys and, and be a part of their, their little venture. And that, that map that he made is freaking awesome. He did it in Google Maps and shared it onto Reddit. And so I saved that link. and Right. And so Robin sh- like saved that link before I even had met the dude and realized like I um, had met him through Reddit actually to go to play in Atlanta and then realized who he was. And was like, oh, Robin, it's this guy. Like you shared this to our Slack or something. Um, and then since then, he is now a listener. He's in our Slack group. Uh, it was a rad time playing Golden Gate. We actually played doubles just to get it rolling, and he was actually my partner. It worked out that way, and, and we won. But uh, the cooler part, which I was kind of moving into, is they played another one of our local courses, Stafford Lake, on Saturday. And then on Sunday, Robin and two of our friends and myself met him and his friends at our local course, Taylor Mountain. And we had a blast. We split into two groups because there were nine of of us, us, ten of us. Um, We had a blast. It was super fun. I was on a time limit. I had to get back home so my wife could go to lunch. But by the time I got home, she wasn't feeling well and didn't go to lunch anyways, which is kind of a bummer. I probably could have taken a little more time and enjoyed my round. But it was was super cool. And uh, it always makes you good to bring someone out on your local course that – you play all the time, which maybe you're like, I mean, it's cool. I don't know how great it is, but to, or you love it and you get that affirmation of, of how cool your course is. Yeah. It was fun. I had a great time, met some new people, got to talking about a bunch of different things and they were also, you know, they'd been around before. So it was not a, uh, a complete noob experience, but it was, it was a lot of fun, uh, playing, playing with them and getting to play our our favorite course so and be a part of their trip which is freaking awesome the only part that was a bummer was they after our round went to russian river and none of us could could do so yeah but we went to like a super cool birthday party for a friend's two-year-old which was also a fun time yeah 
So uh, we we had ourselves a pretty good pretty good amount of disc golf. I actually played on Saturday at Taylor as well. Well, then and, we're even. And had myself, you know, a decent time. We're, we're basically even. I didn't, played Golden Gate. You played Taylor. Didn't play terrific. I played better even. on Sunday from a, from a you know, all-around standpoint. I played better all week. Then. I played better super-duper tired in hot weather on Wednesday than I did <laughs> in a group on, like, actually a really nice day on Sunday. But that's all right. It was a great day. I had some... I had some... I had some goofy dirty rollaways but it was rad it was super fun to play with it's always great to bring new people to your courses and and show them what's up yeah yeah well i'm gonna take this a uh, moment because i think we you got this covered from from here on we we didn't know more to add on to to our little disc nope. golf adventure this weekend nope so uh i'm gonna recap our episode it's episode oh, 70 yeah, holy crap 70 episodes cannot believe that actually and uh we've got a great episode. We have a disc member box that we're going to open up uh, on this podcast and talk about. So that's exciting. It was a, a new kind of release launch company that came out that was kind enough to send us their product in hopes that they could get more people on. So right. we're going to open that up and talk about that on this episode. Uh, we have our deer review, our world famous disc and beer pairing where we take a disc, we take a beer, we review them both. And let you know whether you should bring on the course. Tonight we have a slightly unorthodox version of the Deer Review. Where we are going to review the Dynamic Discs Defender. Which is a 13 speed driver by Dynamic Discs of course. Along with Champagne. Because Ricky Waisaki defended his title. And he hopefully drank a lot of Champagne. And also because... Last week, Robin hadn't thrown the defender enough to do it then. Yeah, that's also true. With this, I mean, but it's cool. This may or may not have been a planned episode for right after Worlds that uh, someone messed up a little bit. Maybe me. Uh, let's, listen, even though it was like just this week and not last week, I'm just going to blame 4th of July. Yeah. It's freedom, like, freedom isn't free. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes we have to make sacrifices for freedom. <laughs> and we did that on the last episode. Yep. I don't know if I can make it through that. I don't know. <laughs> I think there, there's a dynamic disc, disc called the Freedom too, but that, that's what we're no, talking about. There's not. That's not there true. is really there is, and I'm pretty the positive. Freedom. I, I don't think it's the. I think it's just the <laughs> okay. Freedom. Okay. But I'm pretty positive it's like a, a super understable high speed driver. Okay. Like I don't want to throw it. Okay. Like I think it's like a king, or maybe more understable than that. Got it. Yeah. Sorry. Okay. <laughs> Anyways, keep going with your fair your, your I mean that was pretty much it. We have uh Ricky Waisaki defending his title with champagne. That's it. And the champagne that we have is Piper Sonoma. Uh, it's a brute by a, you know, local you know, champagne establishment even though a champagnery champagne <laughs> champagnery. It's a, yeah, right. It's actually sparkling wine. It's sparkling it's wine. It's not from the Accurate. Champagne District of France. But I'm sure whatever. I'm sure we have friends and listeners who are jumping all over the the place at this point. Hey, I actually want to take this moment because I did get put on blast months ago. Um, champagne's probably great across across the U.S. Like Michigan probably does fine with champagne. Mm-hmm. Maybe I don't know. I don't know. I just know I said that they don't and uh, got a oh we did an, we have- I got an upset message so. I don't know, and therefore I will not make a judgment on whether or not their champagne is good in Michigan. Okay, got it. We had a really awesome iTunes review. I think it was pretty tongue in cheek. I don't. I, I know. I just. I well, I, couldn't you tell that I'm maybe a little tongue in cheek? So, but we had, we had an iTunes review that that took issue with Joe saying that cheap champagne came from Michigan. So I know just as cheap champagne can come from like. Central California. By the way, thank you everyone that has reviewed us on yeah, iTunes. Yeah, fantastic. We really appreciate all the the inside jokes that have been included in those reviews and all the positive things, and just a lot of people throwing five stars up on the Discord right? podcast. So we got inside jokes. Um, Robin put a post up on Reddit, <laughs> and we'll get deeper into that. But I just want to point out real quick: there was a comment that just said. That's ridiculous. <laughs> there was. And uh, that is amazing. Robin, what, what did you put up on uh, on the Reddits? So I had uh, some 
podcasts. Instead of recording a podcast on Wednesday night like we normally do, when uh, Joe and I were both too tired to really, you know, get after it and and record a podcast, I was hanging out at my house. I was watching. Um, I was watching cartoons. Go figure. What were we watching? I, I was watching Voltron. Uh, like the new one? Netflix did a reboot of, of Voltron. Right? Is it? Is it it's cool? not. It's actually not that bad at all. Like if you like original Voltron, you will like the new version. I mean, I think I only liked original Voltron because like I didn't know what was going on, and there's just like lights, and they became yeah. a, a giant and, robot. And if you don't know what Voltron is, it's basically OG Power Rangers. Oh yeah. Oh, so, for sure. Um, and uh, in cartoon anime form that I was watching. And so, you know, obviously uh, uh, I was uh, also doing some, some graphic work and I ended up putting together like a, I don't know, like a cartoon meme sort of thing that was basically Mr. Fantastic. One of the fantastic four uh, Reed Richards, clearly for some people that struggled with that on the internet, uh, basically stretching his arm out. Cause that's what Mr. Fantastic does and dropping a putt in from a large distance and the the joke was that this was Ricky Wysocki at Worlds, and so uh, it was kind of like a in comic book style put it together. It says, "Meanwhile, uh, Rick drops in another putt, taps in another putt from forty feet." Right, get it? Because like Rick, forty feet is like the eight foot putt for yeah. for which normal was, humans. Which was a constant joke on CCDG and Joe Mez and well, and, even in our Slack group, like we talked about it, and I'm surprised we didn't get to it, and maybe we did, and I just maybe wasn't paying attention to the last episode that putting Ricky's putting ability on anyone, amateur or pro, will bring them to like pro level status. Thousand rated, they would be thousand rated. Right, thousand. Like if I could putt like Rick, I would. 100% be thousand rated. Yeah. I would probably absolutely. be like a legit, like, I, I don't, thousand fifteen. I mean, you player. can, you can drive around 400 feet. And if you can hit putts consistently from 30 to 40 feet, yes. Yeah. If you can drive 400 feet and hit every putt inside of 35, yes, you You'll are, be a thousand rated. you are an open player rated well above a thousand. Right. So anyways, so that, uh, thus began the whole thought of superheroes, and we actually, if you go back to like way, way earlier episodes, which if you're a new listener, you don't need to. Yeah. <laughs> it's fine. We're finding ourselves. But anyways, we had like whole segments about we, what we superheroes. We are finding ourselves. That's yeah. true. That's true. Like sometimes like one of our mics might be backwards or. Yeah. Uh, Weird. Levels will be crazy off. Who knows? Um, or I'll have like someone panned to the left or right that shouldn't be anyways. Or maybe we review a disc for the second time. No, we wouldn't do that. Yeah, I agree. We're better That's than stupid. that. We would always catch We're way that. better than that. <laughs> Anyways, we talked about superheroes, like what superheroes would be the best at disc golf. And Mr. Fantastic came up, and I think Robin had worked on that graphic like forever ago and he had did. that realization. But my favorite part, and my favorite part about anything on Reddit, is Reddit comments. <laughs> Robin, why don't you tell us about your favorite ones? <laughs> <laughs> man ah all right so one of the first comments was that that popped up on this thing which was a, a pretty universally well-received little little thing that popped up even rick liked it he uh he posted it on his instagram which was kind of cool which immediately resulted in more followers for me which was cool but uh immediately people were like someone was like oh well would have been better if it was this superhero. And I'm like, yeah, I, I know. Like, there are a lot of superheroes that their power is based around accurately throwing or shooting things. Like, literally dozen, like like dozens who? of them. Like, I don't know, maybe Deadshot or Hawkeye or Gambit. or There's just, like, on and on the list of superheroes that could have been used that can accurately... Right. Well, nah, I think Hawkeye is more based on, like, bow and arrow. Yeah, yeah. Like, Deadshot, yeah. Gambit would be blowing baskets up, so... <laughs> I think... Didn't didn't Bradley Williams, like, get a lifetime sentence for, like, pushing a basket? <laughs> like, if you blow one up, like, you're done. <laughs> Pretty much You're done. never get to play again. I mean, I think you're forgetting the fact that these people are then superheroes, and, like, if you have to call a violation on them, you then have to deal with their wrath. What if so, I'm like Superman and I'm like, hey, 
banned for life. Well, I mean, if you're Superman, you yes, it? that's fine. But if you're you, then maybe you take a second to think about it before. But what if I make uh, myself into Superman? <laughs> before telling. <laughs> what if I make my car has wings and fly away? <laughs> oh, man. I can't believe you just made that work. That was such a good reference. Oh, <laughs> Listen, points to anybody listening that got that. And I'm sure a lot of our listeners got that one. I, I hope they did. I hope they did, too. But uh, but anyways. Now, um, back to the ooh, discussion. I got that. Yeah. What, what else? Uh, I feel like there's like another comment that like really resonated for you, Alvin. <laughs> so the, the next one that came on there that actually, apparently a lot of people were very confused because on my thing, it's showing Mr. Fantastic dropping a putt in. And... The main question was, it was Reed, question mark, as in Reed Richards, who is Mr. Mr. Fantastic. Fantastic right. Like, did I get the name wrong when I did it? I think was the what they were insinuating from this thing. And I wasn't, I wasn't trying to make a name pun. <laughs> no, it was, it was obvious it was Ricky Wright. Sorry, like, there was not a part of me that was like, hmm... <laughs> I think you got the name wrong. Like it made Ricky Wysocki commented and like reposted. Like it's obviously known that it's it's Ricky Wysocki and not trying to be Reed Richards. I mean, clearly a lot of people got the whole thing and like it was this was not obviously everyone, but it was a a comment that was was echoed by several people and then and then upvoted on Reddit quite a bit. And I was like, are you serious? Like, what? what? Oh, here's my favorite part. So I just he just pulled it up on right now. And the next part under it says, yeah, even if they were doing last name, who calls any Richard Rick? If you didn't know Rick, Rick, <laughs> Ricky Wysocki's name is actually Richard. Yeah. Which I guess that maybe people thought I was trying to make that connection. But no, absolutely not. I was literally just trying to, to I picked the superhero that was most capable of a tap-in, which was the joke from the videos of the coverage of Worlds, and pick the superhero also that I had already done artwork with that I had ready to go that I could slide into well, yeah, yeah, yeah. another piece. But that's a, that's a whole other story. <laughs> I digress. And, and show a superhero literally tapping a disc in, because that was the common, which I'd say 99% of people got. But they're... Uh, was a certain other group that that didn't quite. I feel like you swiftly should have seen that comment and just uh, replied quickly. Nope, Rick. You know, uh, <laughs> just that. Just simply, nope, Rick. I, I, it didn't quite land with me when I first saw the comment because I honestly thought that they they were just. It was just like someone displaying that they knew what the Mis- name Mr. Of, Fantastic's of Mr. name was, uh, and then it didn't register till later on. When other people commented that they were confused as to why it said Rick. Now, can we start? My advice to those people is uh, watch more disc golf. Can we extend this meme? Can we can we now move it to the right? And can we start? Can we start the new nickname for Ricky Wysocki of Mr. Fantastic? (laughs) No. I mean, I think we can. We've seen where Ridiculous has gone. Uh, I don't. It's pretty. I mean, that was a comment in this Reddit post. Ridiculous is like booming. I mean, I right? could see Ricktastic, but but that's still way no. That's corny. that's 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 too dirty. Mister Fantastic is good because he taps in from forty feet like nothing. So uh, once again, my listener friends that don't believe in what willpower can do. Well, I mean, we do, but Robin doesn't. Let's just start that. Ricky Wysocki can also be referred to as Mr. Fantastic. I don't really want to do that, though. Well, it's happening. And you did it. I mean... you did, It's like, that's going to be the name. Reed and Richards... And it's because of you. And a, it's because of a, you. You did this. Is a brilliant scientist. You know, like, he's... What are you trying to say? He's got a lot of things going on. What are you trying to say? <laughs> wow. Okay, finish your thought. <laughs> Dig your way out of this. I'm just saying that... He's got a lot of things going on. He's more than just a guy that can tap in forty foot putts. Oh, are you saying? Uh, I, are you I saying need, Ricky Wysocki is not a well rounded disc golfer I, and human being? I need Rick to three p. Oh my goodness! Before before I can give him 
Mr. Fantastic as as a nickname. That's just that's not something you throw around lightly. <laughs> Willy nilly. <laughs> so nimbly bimbly. <laughs> Though I did toy with another one before I did this where because the four on the on the Fantastic Four uniform also lent itself to be con- being converted to a 64, as in Latitude 64. Like Nintendo. Oh, okay. But uh, then I just, like, I, I got it, like, partially done, where I had taken a a uh, a, a picture taken by uh, the flight record. Um, I think his name's Stuart Mullenberg. Yeah, um, Mullenberger. It could be. Ooh, man, I'm sorry, Might Stuart. be Mullenberg. I, I know it's, I know it's first also, name, Stuart. One of us are sorry. Both of us are, because we're not... Neither so, one of us is sure. But uh and then and then the, the upper body of of Mr. Fantastic or the lower body of Mr. Fantastic. Oh, you mean Ricky Wysocki. Yeah. And tried to change it to like a, Mr. a 64. But then I was like, I'm looking at him like, this is just like one big Ricky Wysocki and Latitude 64 advertisement. Like, I'm not getting paid for this. Like, why am I doing that? I'm, so if So Ricky, I did the more fun version. If Ricky is Mr. Fantastic, would that make Paul Doctor Doom? I guess so. I mean, you have to be right. That's kind of tight too, because because this whole thing started with Ricky with the 2014 Worlds, and as since then, just kind of. I feel like you should make a a Paul McBeth Doctor Doom <laughs> in the background with Waisaki as. Oh man, I don't. I don't even want to know how it would turn out. To be honest, I mean, I think. I mean, I almost think. Uh, like how do you make I think, I think how he, do you make it obvious that that's Paul Macbeth's face? I feel like Paul Macbeth would actually be lent more to like Human Torch than yeah than Doctor. I Doom. agree. I agree. Um, like you know, can go off, be a little brash, go off the cuff, and maybe get penalized, mm-hmm. but with OB strokes, but can catch fire and yep. just do work. And Doctor Doom is just the PDGA and their method of arranging oh. cards by PDGA so it's like Bradley number. Williams. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> So I don't know, but overall I had a good time doing it and no, and it's fun. And you know, with every joke, there's going to be people that don't get it. And, and sometimes a lot of them. So please uh, find it on Reddit and either uh, downvote the read or just super upvote it and make it like the most upvoted thing ever. Just cause I think that would be funny to me. <laughs> Why? I, don't, I just think it'd be hilarious. Don't get that. Like that's right. Comic, comic books. Like you gotta be factual. There was a whole like Magic the Gathering tangent that's that spurred in the middle of it too. It was pretty pretty oh. pretty cool. MTG? Sick. Yeah. yeah. I was like, what is going on here? All right. I I see it now. <laughs> um, by the way, because I had to make uh this same example happen a few weeks ago, for anyone that loves disc golf and thinks I don't really need to follow the rules in casual play because I, I'm just having fun. Like, I'm not going to mark my spot. I'm going to step through putts, whatever. I'm never going to play a tournament, whatever. Come play me in Magic. And I'll be like, eh, I probably, like, I know it says six mana, but I'm going to use three because I'm never going to play in a tournament. And I don't really care that much. I just want to have fun. <laughs> just think about that next time that you want to not listen to a rule. That's all. God, it sounds like that might be directed at a specific person. It was very. That was the end of an argument. Is what that was. That was Joe wins. Let's move forward. And you were there, and you know that's exactly what happened. You know, it's really sad. The person that you're talking to has, is has never and will never listen to this. So, and um, maybe that's even better. You just scolded our listeners on something. Hey, listen, they got I'm it. Just saying. They, now they get it. I'm just saying. Now they get it. <laughs> and I also like. A big turn of our listeners like, man, what are you, what's happening? So it's all good. I scorned and spurned many listeners. Impossibly. Or, or endeared yourself to them. That's probably what I did. One or the other. That's, let's be honest. That's most likely what I did. So we got a, a pretty sweet mail call this week from uh, an unexpected source that contacted us. Uh, they are discstore.com and they have created a new offshoot, which is the disc member disc golf box subscription base. And, uh, they sent us their, their first monthly package, which was the, the, uh, I guess the one for June that is, uh, that came out and sent it to us. And it's like a, like a $25 a month 
subscription. Right, twenty four ninety nine. And uh, they sent us this this box, and we're gonna pull it out now. So four starters. All right, here we go. There is a lovely Grow the Sport Dry Fit T-shirt. Yeah. Right there. If you bought a dry fit shirt before, especially if you bought it from us, you're talking like twenty to thirty dollars right there. It's got a cool logo. It's got like a basket and like the trees or a bush. It's pretty tight. I dig yeah. it. It's it's pretty good. And then uh, now the, I I should mention in this, we were expecting a box. It did not come in. That's a box. true. That's true. But well, I, you know, I don't know if that's a deal breaker necessarily, but but it, you know, it came in a in a large uh, in a large protected envelope. Right. So if you're looking for a box in the mail, you might not get it. But we also because um, <clears throat> ours is like a sponsored box, they maybe were just like we're just gonna get you the gear. Like it's cool. Perhaps perhaps we weren't good enough for the special box. Well, listen, we, did we pay twenty four ninety nine? That you open and confetti not. pops out of it. I assume that there's some extra fireworks involved with the actual box opening that, that it comes out and uh, you know. But not like not like JPP lose a finger fireworks. Don't don't quote me on this, but I, I think there's probably some extra fireworks. And uh most notably what, what came out next is a prodigy X five, which is the I was gonna I was gonna work up to that. Oh, there's well, other things. I don't there. get you guys to announce the shirt, I don't get to I don't get to say something. Like, you would have gotten there because there's, like, two other things that, like... Well, I grabbed the coolest thing. All right. Go for it. I don't know anything about the X5. Do you? I... Well, first off, it is, it's brand new. It's a first run. Um, it, it It's it's Prodigy. It feels great. I think it's... I think it's 400. I Yeah, I would assume um, at this I, point. It's really nice plastic. That's They, they do plastic incredibly well. Um... Super grippy, similar to the X4, where like the rim is is a little funky, but not as no nowhere near as yeah. pronounced of of a kind of groove on the underside right. of the disc, but still supposed to be a very glidey high speed driver, an understable gives, yeah on that understable end that gives you that that distance for uh you know in that high speed range for possibly a lower speed arm as usual the plastic feels terrific right and uh and we got it at 174 which i'm super into i know yeah. uh we have a few of our slack members who have also gotten the box and they were hoping for a lighter weight but for me that like that's that's the perfect kind of world to live in so i'm down with that um we also got a grow the sport sticker. We did that matches the shirt that that looks looks pretty nice. I mean, overall, I mean, this has already significantly exceeded the uh, what, the value the yeah. value for sure. And I think I mean, that's the part of the deal. Itself, a first run X five is probably going to be around that twenty five anyways. So add the shirt and the sticker yeah. and a cool uh, what is it a T Rex little mini mini marker mini frisbee. Jam a lamb. Yeah, it's it's like a like a lid style, like an ultimate frisbee style mini that's got a T Rex on it. Look, looks pretty good. I mean, yeah. overall, this is this is a pretty sweet package to open up, especially for the for their offering. So, and on top of that, uh, they uh, they give out gift cards with it on yeah. on the yeah. on the for uh, for recommending other members. So we specifically have disc golf podcast. If you put that in your order comments, you'll get an extra $10 towards discstore.com. Right. So it's a partnership. Let's say that too. So it's a partnership with discordstore.com to make this happen, which is great. Um, so yeah. So if you put in the disc golf podcast, all one word into your comments, you will get $10 off going forward at uh disc golf store or discstore.com. But I believe also when you become a member, you get ten percent off, like going forward. Do you? I, didn't I, see I that. think so. Um, with your like special membership code, with like your basically when you log in, you get a discount at that store going well, forward. It, it, as when long you as you're sign a up, you get a a promo code yourself that you can give out to others that will get you ten dollars for every person you recommend. I don't think it's ten percent, but but maybe who knows. I think, I, I, yeah, 
I think we, as long as you are a member, kind of in a similar vein to like maybe the Infinite VIP. I'm not sure. I believe you get uh, a discount kind of going forward as a member of the disc. Oh right, I thought you were talking club. about the like the subscript the uh, the referral process. But no, yeah, no, no, no. Just in general, like if, if you are a disc member and you get the monthly package, you then also get ten percent off for the lifetime of your membership at discstore.com that's pretty sweet so yeah so going back to the x5 so we pulled it up it is a more understable x4 so if you look back i don't know what three or four episodes we did the x4 um it is an understable distance driver but it's not a turnover driver uh always came back is a nice kind of long glidey disc and x5 is probably same in that same boat so if an x4 was a little too much disc for you or you wanted something with bigger turnover lines, like the X5 is a good place to, to get into. Yeah, and it looks like something that would fly farther, but also just slightly more understable. Right. So can't wait to, to check this out. But um, but we probably won't. We, we, we probably this won't, time anyways. not on this time, because we're going to give this entire box away. Yep. So uh, you can look for that on the Disc Golf Podcast Instagram, which is at the Disc Golf Podcast on Instagram. I will post it, and we'll give away this entire box on there. And so just make sure you're following me to to see that on the Disc Golf Podcast. And then to double it up, we're actually going to give away one more thing via that Instagram. Yes. So once you see that post, the first place person that we pick will get the box the second place we actually give away the x4 that we said we we're going to give away on Instagram yeah. like a month ago we're actually going to do it now yeah so i i had meant to give away one of the uh another one of the x4s on our instagram and i hadn't done it yet so we'll we'll uh pick two winners one winner gets a disc golf bas- uh box from discmember.com the other one gets the x4 that uh that i had meant to giveaway a so, long time so two ago, chances so. to win awesome stuff and one more time it's totally worth it you're gonna get you're gonna exceed that value of what you're paying every month but if you want to do it you should because we're all addicted to plastic as is but also you need to make sure to put disc golf podcast in your comments in your order comments in yeah. your order comments so uh you can help us out a little bit too yeah so Overall, pretty cool. I saw a lot of people uh, jumping on this too because honestly, it seemed like a pretty awesome deal just in general for what you're signing up for. So I'd seen a lot of people unveiling these, and uh, you know, hopefully the packages from month to month continue to be pretty awesome. So um, looking forward to seeing more from from them. So check out discmember.com word and uh, check out their their subscription box. Pretty sweet. So yay that. Rock and roll. Are are you ready to do do our deer review? Um, our uh, our 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 cheer review. Cheer review. Our our, disc, our spear spear review. Something something like that. In a, in a normal week, this is our disc and beer pairing where we take a disc, we take a beer, we review them both, and let you know whether you should bring it on the course. This week we have the Defender, a thirteen speed driver by Dynamic Discs, along with Piper Sonoma Brute. A 13.5% alcohol, sparkling wine from the Sonoma Valley. Let's because Rick defended his title, yep. and he's going to celebrate with champagne, right? Totally. Um, let's start there. Um, I I love bubbles. Me too. Me too. Um, and it's particularly good bubbles. This, this could come off as sacrilege to many of the... Uh, sparkling wine connoisseurs out there but sparkling wine and champagne is kind of like pizza like even the really bad versions are at least passable right right you know like and and we get good we get good sparkling here and we drink a lot of good sparkling we usually drink like chandon or gloria but get what you can get and get after it yeah so no reason to be upset we we are both major proponents of of uh, champagne and sparkling wine, just in general. Yep, it doesn't get much better than that. So no, no, it's it's fantastic. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna like skip all the way ahead and just be like, you should bring champagne on the course for uh when you get an ace for when you get an ace or like for when you're like you know you what? have I like just, a specific I just experience feel like in mind, some bubbles. Or? No, no. 
But I've definitely uh, rolled with champagne for a while, hoping to celebrate an ace, and then ran out of beer one time and was like, well, I'm going to drink this now. So what that if, was a fun idea. What if you had champagne on you and you witnessed someone else's ace and you had to like- That's my champagne. Teary-eyed open the champagne for them. N- no, no. There. I'll open it and be like, good job, and then I'll drink it. <laughs> what if our good friend Spencer got an ace and you were on the card with us? And I don't even want to go there. Right now. <laughs> I don't want to go there right now. Like I have a feeling that's just going to happen. Like I'm already kind of gearing up for that. So you're not going to share your champagne with with Spencer? No. My champagne. But he's a he's a longtime friend. He's learning the sport of disc golf. I mean, why not? Then he should bring champagne to celebrate himself. <laughs> Fair enough. And then share with us. <laughs> Damn it, that not. that's totally going to happen. That's like 100% going to happen now. Like, I have a pretty good feeling that he's going to be like, oh, that was a horrible throw. Uh, uh, uh. Oh, it skipped in? Cool. <laughs> Joe, um, give me your champagne. No. My champagne. Anyways, champagne is awesome. It tastes good. It's got tons of bubbles. You can just drink it all the time. Except for that it's like, Almost 14%. And expensive. <laughs> right. And it gets after you and real quick. And kind of difficult to bring on the course. Okay. So I think you can bring it on the uh, course as far as like the parking lot and have like a cheers with your mates. Yeah. And then roll out. Okay. Carrying the bag is not as easy, but still bring it to the course. Yeah. Okay. And if you like open a ball and you're like, oh, we got to go play, like Joe will finish it. I'll help you out. <laughs> I don't think there's any, I mean, I've seen, and actually I know of a couple of companies that put uh, champagne in cans. Like there's this Underwood. We had that, yeah. Uh, they make a, a champ or sparkling wine. We're just going to keep it's saying just champagne. champagne. It's champagne. Uh, but in a 12-ounce can, which is half a, a bottle of champagne, by the way, for those, those of you at it's home. It's a 350 milliliter. Yeah, so... Uh, when you when you think about it that way, it's actually pretty crazy. Like that that you have that one crazy awesome. can of of uh, champagne and you just drank half the bottle. Right. I probably would do like the mini glass bottle in my bag though, just because I feel like if I'm rolling around with like a can of champagne in my bag for it's not just in last. case, no, yeah. I'm either gonna drink it or it's gonna like get a small punctured hole and like just be bad news for everyone. Could be. There's just so much carbonation. Could like be. I'm afraid of. And the temperature fluctuations right? it could, yeah. be, could be rowdy. Maybe I just need to start bringing a can of champagne for every round and just like, well, no ace. I guess I got to drink this can. <laughs> and just every round there's sounds a new terrible. can. <laughs> that sounds like a very expensive habit. Right? That's true. I I would say that maybe instead just like, you know, practice acing throws more and then... Just ace ace more. Yeah. I'd, I'd say that would make more sense. You should try that. All right. All right. You know what? Good call. Next time we go out, that'll be my game plan. Just ace them all and we'll be set. I mean, it. it, it you know what I found is that putting is easier when you just make the shot from far away. Right. You just make it in. You don't have to putt. Yeah. It's uh, And, you know, screw those approaches where you just park it. Uh, it just, just can't. Right. You could hit your head on the basket. Like, that's that, that could be bad for everyone. It, it could hurt quite a bit. So... I'd say just keep working on that, and and I think you'll be fine. Done. This is quite possibly right, let's talk about the, disc. the least information that we've ever given given out on. Um, it 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 tastes good like champagne with bubbles. It does. It does. Um, it's it's not Andre. No, no, certainly not. No, no. This is this is a a quality brute, and uh, you know, a little bit dry. Great bubbles, very smooth flavor. It's exactly what you want out of champagne. Yep. If you ever come across Piper Sonoma, get it. Do it. Right. Unless there's convoluted priced like Gloria Ferrer or Domain Chandon. And then get those instead. But still. I agree, actually. I, w- I would put Piper third on that list. Oh, without a doubt. But still, yeah. very good. Drinks it. All right, Disc. Robin, I'm going to let you lead off. Okay. So uh, we have a lucid... Defender by Dynamic Disc, which is a speed 13, glide of 5, turn of 0, and a fade of 3. 
Um, pretty significantly wide rim driver in this case, and uh, very you know fast speed and uh, and overstable definitely, pretty pretty darn overstable. Uh, feels great, lucid plastic. I think the 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 one I'm holding right now has a little bit of kind of glitter in it. It's a dynamic uh, metal flake. What do they call dynamics metal flake? They they say have a special thing or they just call it like luster or something like I, that. I don't think it even has. I think it's just you can get sometimes you can get lucid with uh, some glitter in it. It's got some sparkles. So yeah. someone someone went a little nuts in the molding process and uh, and as was noted on Reddit on our thing, uh, people believed that the best disc golfer would be Magneto, who would only throw metal flake discs because he could then control their flight the entire way, and even if. He didn't quite get the path right. He could also move the basket. True, but also um, I'm pretty positive it's just glitter, which is plastic. Yeah, that's that's also true. But you know, you don't want to shatter people's worlds on the internet. It's gets it hard. I know, um, it's, uh, but it's 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 definitely difficult. Glitter. I mean, there's it's definitely there's glitter. probably something in there that that you know is maybe controllable by by Magneto. No, mm, probably not. Okay, fair enough. But it still looks cool. All right, once again, uh, we've learned that Metal Flake is just glitter. Is glitter actually just plastic? Is that it? I think so. I could be wrong. I don't know. There's hate... no metallic component to glitter um, at all? I feel like my world just got shattered right now. You no, better be right about this. I am pretty positive that glitter is not metallic. Man, brutal. I, but I'm also like... Um, I have a like a severe over the top hatred of glitter, which I think we've talked about before. Yeah. Um the only time I'm okay with it is when it's inside of disc golf plastic. Got it. Got it. So the one thing that is apparent about this disc right away is that glide number. Mm-hmm. The glide of five on a thirteen speed disc. And in this case, for the defender, I think that's dead on. Yep. Which is yep. extremely unique for a high speed driver like this to have that high glide number and have it be realized by someone who doesn't have a thirteen speed arm. Like I don't. Right. Uh, right. So that was the part to me that, you know, I looked at I'm like, all right, whatever, another wide rim wide rim driver. I'm supposed to go out here and throw this thing. It's got zero turn, it's got a fade of three. Joe's a jerk. This thing's probably gonna be a meat hook. And I was pleasantly surprised that this thing is not a meat hook. It does consistently fade. Uh, it does not start fading right out of my hand. And gives you some pretty nice distance lines. And still gives you what you look for in windy situations, which is kind of that resistance to turn in in uh, in a high headwind or something along those lines that you'd want. So, um, in general able to pump it out there on some on some great kind of distance hyzers and get some really nice glide out of it and a and a left finish for myself that is a right-handed thrower so on right-handed backhands I'm I'm getting it out there and and uh, getting good fade but but not a pure meat hook like we see from some of the other 13 speed drivers so just like all these other companies coming out with with uh glidey high speed drivers that seems to be the fad out here, and uh, right. the defender. I, you know, to be honest, I I like it a, a little bit more than some of these other ones that are pretty understable. Um, at least I know what I'm going to get from it every time. So I was, uh, I was, you know, reasonably impressed by it. Pretty good. So um, I have recently, and if you've been listening for a little bit, converted the almost all of, if not all. Shoot, maybe at this point all of my like high speed drivers are trilogy. So I love my trespass, my sheriff. Um, oh, you know what? I do still. Ha- I have the the PD two still in there, the C line like with bubbles in it, like crazy overstable. And I was looking for something like the next step up, step up from a sheriff, like something that I could throw into a headwind, or I could throw as hard as I want and and not worry about it turning over. So I went to the Defender, um, and at first, when I first got the Defender, I was thinking it would be kind of replace my PD2, that it was just going to be this meat hook, and it felt like it at first, but kind of what like Robin was saying, 
the more I'm throwing it, I am realizing that, yes, I know it's going to come back left. I don't ever have to worry about the wind. I don't have to worry about it turning over. Uh, sewer defend, uh, dependable. Defendable. See that defender? Defendable. Anyways, but nowhere close to the meat hook that the PD-2 is. So Really not even close. No. So the PD-2 stays in. And but the defender has helped me get some cool lines that I couldn't get otherwise that I could throw just like Robin said nice big hyzers that are I know are going to come back, um, but the lines that I was first throwing it was like PD two lines where I was like I'm just going to rip this out to the right and it's going to come back so fast that this kind of short distance will be money and I was going deep on all of them or flipping it to flat and then and hitting before it had time to hook up so. Um, now that I've had more time to really realize that the glide is for real, like that five, it it does glide, especially for a big fade, no turn disc. It's helped me really kind of dial it in and what shots to pull the defender out for. Um, I still am looking for something a little bit more stable. So right now I have a, a lucid lucid is what we have. It's a 170. So I'm wondering if maybe I just... Maybe just the simple thing of getting a max weight uh, lucid might be just enough to kind of get that a little more beef. But for for what it's worth, um, I'm digging it. I mean, it really is. Robin did a great job kind of explaining it. Uh, I don't have an arm to turn it over. I know it's something that, you know, McCabe and Rick pull out for big distance lines which makes sense, and, and they're the type of guys who can flip it up to flat and maybe even get it to, to turn just a little bit. Um, it's, a, it's a pretty rad disc, and uh, this one is, is lucid pink with sparkles. <laughs> Made it sound so manly. It is a super rad disc, and even cooler, uh, one of our listeners, Shane, who's also in our Slack group, actually uh, gifted it to me, which is even more rad. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, and we've heard, uh, and we haven't thrown it, but that some of the other plastics for dynamic discs, like Biofusion specifically, are a little bit more glidey and a little more right. understable too. So, if you have a Lucid Defender that is too beefy, maybe try the the Biofusion plastic. Um, you know, Paige has mentioned numerous times right, for sure. She throws Defenders and uh, throws them in Biofusion. So, um. You know, perhaps give give that a whirl too. So, uh. yeah, it's definitely worth checking out, especially if if you want um, that really, you know, if you do have a smaller arm, but you want a really de- dependable, overstable disc that you can you can pump out for a ways before it hooks up. This is definitely something worth checking out. Um, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna roll right in and go for it. Say this this went straight in the bag and it's staying in the bag. Like I said, I'm I'm finding more ways to use it. I think at first I, I I wouldn't pull it out unless I needed a meat hook, and now I'm realizing that I can I can pump it out a lot further than I thought, um, which is a very good thing. But I do also I might layer in another max weight one to have that quick hookup, um, just for consistency and maybe to to get that PD two out of the bag. Although I do I do love it in there. <laughs> nice. Um. For me, the Defender, just like a lot of the high-speed discs that we review on this, is not going to make it into my bag. Um, I just don't have enough use for it that I don't get out of some of my 9 and 10-speed discs that I regularly use. So, um, you know, I don't see a, a huge difference in, in uh, maybe slight in, in distance, but I do bag... Uh, two bosses that are 13 speed one is a uh, is extremely understable and i beat in over the course of the last you know almost 10 years now and uh the other is a g star that that i use in these situations that i would use a defender uh, right or or you we you even said it before we started the podcast like your g star thunderbird might be just as reliable and get you the same distance yeah. with yep. a straighter line yep so I, I just don't, especially on these ones, while I, I did enjoy using it, to me, the the smaller rimmed driver feels better in my hand and I'm I'm more comfortable with it. So it's hard for me to, to put these ones, uh, defenders and the like, in my bag. So 
that's definitely not going to happen. How about the champagne, Joe? Um, I already said, yeah. 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 I mean, of course. Bubbles. Drink them. Put the bubbles in your bag. I agree. They're in. I mean, if you're not drinking bubbles, like, figure it out. Figure it out. Find reasons to celebrate your life. Unless you, like, don't drink at all, then, like, that's cool. That's we fine. We understand. If you don't drink, but then, it, like, that's if cool. You, if you dig beer. Get some Martinelli's, which is the non-alcoholic version of champagne. Oh, it's good, too. That is freaking delicious. And drink that instead, because that's amazing. Right. I would say, like, too, if you're like, you know, I don't like I don't like all the beers you got. Like, I drink beer, but I don't like all these, like, crazy bitter IPAs and stuff. But I do want some bang for my buck. Champagne. Yep. Champagne. That's the easy stretch from a uh, a blue moon to kick in the pants drink. Champagne. And if you want the in-between, you know, get some Miller High Life. Joe's favorite. Um, That's not in-between. The champagne of That's beers. That's not in-between. That's like below. No, it's, it's you're literally, you. it's the champagne of beers. How could you not like it? Because like 4% and... Uh, it gives you like the worst like beer farts ever. Is that real? It how? is. Oh, get get rock you some high life and then tell me how your how your stomach's feeling the next day. You know I haven't done you know an actual uh, you know case study on that, uh, and I don't even know well, how. I, I challenge would, you to do a case study based on you know. I feel like farts have more to do with like you know what you're eating and and possibly beers that have a little more nope. substance to them nope i'm correct than, like nope. really I this, super I light this, i won this conversation uh so anyways so that's a three out of a, three out it of is four? three out of four yeah me being the lone naysayer on the defender so this is uh a robin's reddit post <laughs> where three quarters maybe even a little bit more than three quarters like really got it and there was just this staunch quarter who's like oh you're dumb it's Reed Richards, not Rick. Blah. <laughs> Dum-dums. <laughs> I'm sorry, Reddit people. I love all of you. No, you're not. Regardless. And nobody on Reddit is really that sorry. Reddit is a place for people to be like ultra jerks. So for that to be like the one bad comment, you actually did really, really well. Yeah, that's true, actually. I mean, people on our disc golf are pretty damn friendly that's true for the most that's part. true I, it, although I, I did notice that some they, other like they are my favorite of the, some other blogs and stuff are taking your picture and just posting up with no i saw that too i really don't care about that i know that's i know me. uh our our disc golf uh lawyer told us that uh a cease and desist order would probably be a bad idea since um it's like a copyrighted image that, <laughs> yeah the, the, the core of, the core of the image is a marvel character <laughs> that, so we're just gonna let it go <laughs> we uh you're welcome by no means have any intellectual rights towards yeah and never claim to <laughs> never claim to so oh yeah maybe it's a good idea not to i probably shouldn't have said that, that on the podcast whatever <laughs> we're good yeah uh, i have a, a younger brother and uh, as you know very well yes and when when I was young and he would copy me all the all the time, my mother would always remind me that imitation is the highest form of flattery. So which was not an acceptable excuse for me. But uh, I do remember it now. So I was the younger brother, not yeah. your younger brother, but yeah. I have an older brother. Um, and I I don't think I copied him that much. I more so was like, oh, that's what he's doing. How can I be better than that? <laughs> that was like my my mindset from the beginning was like, oh, he got there. Well, let's see. How can I get above that? Yeah. Well, that's probably a better better response to it. To, yeah. To I'm do. just saying. Then, you know. Yeah. <laughs> no worries. But that's that's all we got for this episode of the Disc Golf Podcast. We came out to do a short show, and this might be the first time in the history of the Disc Golf Podcast where it might actually be kind of a short show. Yeah, we we sincerely apologize for this episode because we're you know we're operating on maybe three out of six cylinders. I apologize for nothing. I think this is a great episode. It's just not an hour and a half, and that's okay. Okay, fair enough. There was a tournament that was kind of a tournament that we're just it's fine. Yeah, watch Jomez. I think it's all out now. The red, white, and boom. Yep. Yep. There is uh, some great tournament footage on there of which we haven't watched. We all were of like yet. busy, like drinking and then sleeping. So mm-hmm. we'll, we'll get there. So uh, make sure and, and watch the red, white and boom footage on Jomez. Hopefully I think everything's up now. I think so. I'll just, I'll, I'll spoiler. Um, 
the little bit that I did watch, uh, Drew Gibson throws real far. Yes, he does. Yes, he does. And then, I mean, it's really not that huge of a course, but if there's a big hole, like he's going to throw real far. Yeah, yeah. So, in in the meantime, make sure and check out our website www.throwstuffatstuff.com. All of our social media stuff is at the bottom of any page you go to. All of our deer reviews are up there. If you want to join our Slack group, which Rob and I'll tell you about in a minute, you can just pop in your email address and send it and join on up. There's a link on the website that says join Slack. All you got to do is hit it and join our disc golf community that is hosted on Slack. It's like almost 200 strong at this point. Yeah, it's, it's got a good amount of people on there, people creating their own uh, channels for their region, people talking about discs, uh, trading discs. There's quite a bit of quite a bit yeah, of that going on at this point um you know actually i just tournament information just just all kinds of stuff so it's a lot of fun and joe and i are there all the time by the way matt so. i sent your disc today you'll you'll get it i'm sorry it took so long but yeah. thank you for the sexy bird so uh you know make sure you get on there joe and joe and i are there all the time if you want to ask us questions directly you can also find our twitter and our Instagram accounts on our website as well. Uh, t-shirts that are there too. If you're looking for a Disc Golf Podcast shirt, helping us pay for our equipment and all the work we do for this podcast. We truly appreciate everyone that has listened so far and purchased things from us. Thank you so much. In the meantime, we hope you get out there this weekend and throw stuff at stuff. Mail call. This time, what I got in front of me is a MVP Proton Atom with that Skull Boy stamp. Rob first suggested I could look at this disc because he knew how much I liked them. Radical fan. And boy, could he have not been more right. Thanks to folks in the flat group looking at you at Drunk on Tacos. I was turned in the direction of an eBay auction. Pick this bad boy up for $25, and it is gorgeous. Purple, metal flakes, got triple color stamp, blue, silver, red, radical. It is, the dimensions are 21 centimeters in diameter, 1.9 centimeters in height, 1.4 centimeters in rim depth, 1.1 centimeters in rim width, a speed of 2, a glide of 3, a current of negative 0.5, and a fade of 5. Flies real nice. I like this disc in my hand. What I would kind of refer to like a slimmer ergonomic design, so to speak. The gyro action from the double mold. I like this disc so much. I went out and three more in electron plastic. So... Thank you all for your suggestions. Thanks for helping me get this fit. I could not be happier. Another good work, boys. See you on the course.